0: You guys, welcome to this season, this cannonball of the season trailer cast. We're actually here doing a different sort of thing. We were going to launch, and by we, I mean me and my friend and the producer of the show, Andy Lara, and we're kind of here to talk about the great pause and what's been going on. So, Andy, hi.
1: Hey. (laughs) How we doing?
0: Good. You're (laughs) You're the guy who makes this happen now.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, I've been producing podcasts now for about five years. And um, I I am so honored and privileged that Elise would ask me to help in um, kind of re-kicking off and relaunching trailer TrailerCast into this new season. And with some new ideas and some new spark. And um, Elise has grown so much over the years. And um, I think... Is offering something really great for the world, and which is really the the stuff I like to sign on to is the things that I feel like really offer um, something of impact and mm. um, something that give not only gives growth I think to the host but also offers opportunity for growth for the audience. And um, you're obviously in your work that's that's really what you do. So naturally, uh, it was a hundred percent yes uh, when you <laughs> asked me to to jump on in. So I'm yeah. stoked.
0: I'm stoked yeah. because I mean I was recording into my phone like often like at the beach or I mean, it was the most like low tech. And I told you, I I can't hear, I can't, I'm totally tone deaf. So I'm like, whatever, like, this is great. And you and Jesse were like, But it's, but it's not.
1: (laughs) So, and two, and I guess for those of you out there who've ever thought I should start a podcast, I mean, that at the same time is actually a testament to the fact that yes, you can start a podcast, literally just using your phone, you're using anchor, um, like I promoted Mm -hmm. a lot, and it's a fantastic tool to do it. So like, that's a great place to start. Trying to podcast and seeing that, but even then, like you, you did a successful podcast, incredibly low tech, and which is fine. You can continue to do that. In this case, we're just we're just adding some more, and we're we're putting a little bit more umph and love behind the show, and I think it has. uh, We'll we'll hopefully see the fruit of that. So
0: yeah, I'm stoked on it. I'm thankful because I feel like I get to focus on like on like the meat and like the creativity, and I don't have to also do all the my own editing and all the things where I'm like, okay delegation
1: what (laughs) so anyway yeah
0: yeah well we we had decided to do this podcast a couple different ways we were ready to launch a couple weeks ago had begun the countdown and then it we stopped
1: (laughs) yeah right
0: um and i think i just want to take a second to pause literally and then explain the pause that we took so that way people understand like When something big is happening, whether that's within ourselves or collectively as a society, to pause and take stock of what is going on is a super appropriate response to, whoa, like, some big stuff. And so we were on thick in the middle of COVID-19, and then massive, like, social revolution in the response to George Floyd's murder. And it was like, this is too much. This is where this is not the time. For trailer cast to come forward that mm-hmm. was hard and
1: yeah right. yeah and that i think um i'm actually really proud to of, of of you like being willing to do that i'm proud of the other shows that i produce all all actually decided to take that pause and take a breath there and in the moment because i think um that this thing still needs attention Mm -hmm. And it's, I think that's where, why, you know, why do we move forward now, two weeks later? I think the easy thing for us to get hooked in is like, well, eventually we all have to move on. But it's it's actually now it's more, we are moving with this. And I think that's where, knowing that this show on its own was going to be helpful, was going to be a tool for people. And um, to hear the experiences of so many of those going through different things and you facilitating those conversations, you know, we we even questioned during COVID, yeah. is it a good idea to launch a podcast? <laughs> and so that's True. where it's like, still looking back at that, it was like, when, but the this resource is helpful. Like, this is yeah. a good thing that the world needs while this is actually happening. And so we would still make the case that with this going on, that's still appropriate and still Mm -hmm. true. So Mm -hmm. it should be interesting while we've pre-recorded a lot of content, you know, I think we'll now also be plugging in content along the way. That's a bit more in this moment where we'll share some of these thoughts and some of those things going on. But um, I think that's a bit of the framing and posture we would encourage all of you to have is realizing that, um, you know this is for for obviously the black community this has never gone away this has been here the whole time they have lived with this as they've moved forward in life and I think now maybe the invitation is for us to have the mindset and openness to realize this is something we should also live with as we move forward and it's something Mm -hmm. we have to work on and still reveal and heal and hear and Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think maybe this pause gave us the opportunity to see that and kind of experience that and recognize recognize okay life is different now and um and so therefore these other things still happen um, but they happen now with the ongoing context that this other stuff is is existent so yes yes um, i think it just became then we had the bandwidth then to say okay i think i think now we can kind of start moving this on but i'm already like okay great when's the next protest like i'm already looking you know so (laughs) it's just like so like while this is happening i'm also now still thinking of okay because my wife mercedes just went on and did like an hour-long igtv and shared about her whole life experience of racism and all of that and it got an incredible response and so that was really encouraging so it's it's just our life on our end has has shifted so we definitely feel like now okay we are significantly more aware of this and i still have a job where i have to feed my family so it's kind of it's now very much a yes and yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it is and this is like this is one of the things like in trailer cast where I and maybe for my own self where I'm I am not a person who holds back. I'm a person who leans in. And this podcast has always been a space where we will go to or towards the uncomfortable. So when I have thought about like moving on, I'm very averse to that. I feel very much like this is a moving in and mm-hmm. I want to be in that space. I that is that's where it is, that's where the rub is. And that's where we learn. And that's where things get in a good way, like filed down on us. And, and so I don't, it won't be right. Right. And that's not the point. Um, but what is it like that we're learning, like Brene, like we're getting right, getting it right, learning, learning how to figure out how to just be here authentically. And, and so that's what the invitation really is in this new season is it's unedited, it's raw, it's unscripted, it's following the times it's, it's where we are, and so it might cause us all to kind of lay down some of our defenses or the fear around conversations that are much bigger than we are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and Elise was gracious enough to suggest that, hey, let's do a new episode one, and <laughs> and, and I'll interview you, meaning me, about mm-hmm. you know <laughs> what what has this experience been like for you in these past two weeks as, as we're going into this pause. And we recorded an episode and. It's good. There's a lot of good things there said there. However, um, I, I I felt I think, and then you agreed that it, it didn't feel quite right as our first episode <laughs> to, go, to really yeah. hit to hit it with. And um, so we're now instead just kind of doing a bit of this primer as we get into the actual first episode we're about you're mm-hmm. about to hear. Mm-hmm. But we will actually be giving you that episode on Patreon. So that's yes. something new we're launching this season, um, and that's a full hour of of a lot of my experience through all of this. And Elise is so gracious. Just to listen to me rant about all of my political musings and personal experiences and I I do share an interesting story of kind of being under the weight of, um, you know, white privilege in in an interesting way as an Asian American and, um, but... Uh, you guys can, if you jump onto Patreon, you'll get a chance to hear that. That'll be, so yeah. as soon as you sign up, that episode is going to be available for you immediately.
0: Yes.
1: Um, you know, amidst some other stuff that we, we'll have going on and ongoing there. So, but, um, but yeah, like what, what you, can you share a little bit with everyone? Um, yes. What else on Patreon? Like what, what is that for you now? Cause that's, that is definitely something different for you.
0: Oh gosh. It, this is what was missing from the first, my first go at TrailerCast was the connection to actual people and listeners. And so what what patreon is it's the trailer cast community it's like it's you it's the listener it's what did you think what struck you what what met you or you're at We're at the intersection of my words and your life and that is what i crave so much and i couldn't figure out how to like make that happen um because sometimes even instagram can feel a little bit like limiting i want more interaction <laughs> and so the patreon community has a lot of different options for that including like just private like zoom groups just like 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 andy and i are doing right now like we're having these conversations about dude how is that affecting your life and and so that's what you can expect from the community is let's debrief and kind of deconstruct how this is affecting you what's going on for you it's your story meeting this podcast
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's great so, okay so um I think I think that's it I think we're ready to kick this season off and um, and step forward and um Woo-hoo! like we said you know uh, take all of this with you be fully present in what you hear and um, really I think this our hope is that we create something for you that is practical and engaging and um you know one, one thing I've always said about podcasting is, um, you know, it's it's our, it's hard to listen to like a health and fitness podcast and not want to be fit and healthy, right? There's just there's just no point. And it's not to say to like, then, you know, run away from this podcast if you're not interested in like processing, you know, your thoughts and feelings and experiences in the world. If anything, it's obviously an invitation to press in. Yes. And so, um, you know, I would encourage you to seek out what, what could change and how could these stories and conversations impact me? And um, I know we'll be throwing some prompts out there into social media and in mm-hmm. uh, Inviting you guys to participate in different ways into that so
0: yes so without further ado the first episode of the new trailer cast season a trailer cast conversation with Deanne cheers hi you guys and welcome to the first edition of this brand new release of these new style conversations that we are having here at trailer cast part of my mission right now is to help unbox the conversations that we have around what we think change is, or we think it's going to look like or my big aha moments or the story I tell myself about where I'm going to find these moments of insight and that either they're going to be locked in a therapy room or they're going to happen while I'm reading a magazine or they're going to be like, you know, somewhere out in the world. And And what I want to suggest in this whole brand new series is that these conversations can happen anywhere, at any place, with anyone. And I'm hosting a series of conversations with people that literally are just going to be writing in from off the internet saying, hey, do you think we could have a conversation? And we're doing that here in my vintage trailer where I work out of as a therapist and also lead my team at Radical Wellness Collaborative. My hope and mission in all of this is that you hear things that relate to your own story. And as you connect to other people's unboxing, that things also become unboxed for you. So here's the deal. I put out on Instagram, "Hey, does anybody want to record conversations and we're not going to really have an agenda, but we're just going to dive in and we're going to see what happens and hopefully during the course of that you're going to walk away with something and then the people that get to listen to the recording are also going to walk away with something." And turns out <laughs> many people are interested in. So what we're doing is now we're recording a whole series of those conversations where truly that's the agenda. So people get to write in with whatever prompt they want, whatever they want to talk about, whatever jumping off point they want to go with, we go with. Today's conversation is with the first person who reached out, DM. So here's what Deanne wrote to me. Here's some background on me. Quarantine has been clarifying community, job dynamics, and relationships, causing me to think through what do I really want for my life and for our family. This forced pause and shift has made me name and see where I am. Our family moved from Texas to Oregon four years ago, and we've been living in a suburb outside Portland. I've been walking through deconstruction and reframing my faith while working on staff part-time from home for a local church. My husband and I are really thinking about moving our family out of the comfortable space we've made here and resettling into Portland city life, without any family or majority of our friends. Also. This quarantine has made me question parenting in regards to extras, general schooling, what causes my kids to thrive. So I'm just gonna go ahead and be like, yep, that'll preach because quarantine is stirring some stuff up. So listen in to this next conversation where we dive into all the things that are kind of being opened up for DeAndre in quarantine and how we navigate that. Cheers. I'm so excited. This is the first one. Oh, I then <laughs> hey, I get to be your guinea pig yeah. slash just going well, to You're brave. Like when you're the first person that emailed in, I'm like, I like this. Well,
2: it was also one of those things where I saw it earlier in the day. And I was like, I mean, well, we'll think about it. And yeah. then it was just one of those gutsy moments. I was like, if I don't do this right now, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. I just know how it goes. Mm-hmm. And you get in your head. And you're like, well, does she really need another person? So I love it. I'm glad
0: that her. <laughs> yes, I really do. Oh yeah. The, Okay, so what struck me specifically, and we're already in motion, is um, you led with quarantine. And that is such a global experience right now. And so sometimes when people want to work through something, it's just so individually unique to them. But this was like, oh, no, no, everyone's going to get this. This is like what we're, we're all in in some way.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and so it's, I think also interesting because, you know, each person is having a very particular and different mm-hmm. experience, depending on your household, your state, all these different pieces. But what I assume is happening and even what I resonated with in your episode, and as I've talked to some different friends um, over the last few weeks, is it's getting to those lower layers mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe those thoughts have popped up or some of that shifting space. But oftentimes... At least I will quiet that with going to see a friend or yes. going to a movie or doing something fun or kind of pulling up out of it. Yes. And in this time, it's really just shifted and brought in a lot of that up to the surface a little bit uh, you can't quiet this in the normal ways you quiet. So it's here now. And how are you going to think about this in this bizarre time of also finding all the new rhythms? Mm. So.
0: That's beautiful. Beautifully said, right? And so when the volume comes down, and everything else is really loud, right? So that's what, let's talk about your specific loudness. So what came up specifically for you in this period of like, whoa, I can't avoid this. Am I doing what I want to do with my life? And with what I really want to do for my family?
2: Yes, I think we made a big move about five years ago. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of confirmation and bravery and what felt like those open doors that you just absolutely, you know, cannot refuse. This feels like the path. This is in flow. This aligns. And what I think has kind of just slowly happened is over time, you get a little bit more comfortable or you kind of make yourself shape shift a little bit or you want to belong in a current space or really continue to root down because you just uprooted a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So let's just really attempt everything we can to make this work. And I think while there is a lot of um, benefit to that, and for many people that's, that may work and be a good story, I'm just seeing even in myself that there are definitely maybe areas or ways that I have kind of quieted those questions or moved yes. them back in an attempt to just say, no, but I can double down on these friendships or this job or this city and my kids' activities. And so surely that that, that stuff in the back may or may not mm. really, really be there.
0: Okay, so part of what I'm hearing is that there was this like sign, there's this moment of go. So we were in a location, and then all of a sudden, everything was pointing towards go. We uprooted, we did this, we moved to this new place. And then at that point, while I'm in my freedom, I actually assign a bunch of rules around it. I say that the call was singular, it was only going to be once, and I did it. So therefore, I've done it box check. And now this is the promised land, I listened, this is the spot. And I'm going to double down like that. That is fascinating, too. I'm going to add to my freedom some control, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which says this is the place I'm supposed to be. Don't you know? I already did the brave thing. Right. Right. So then we start pulling that open a little bit to say Mm -hmm. is how does this work? How do you know when it's time or if it's time to move, to do it again?
2: And how do I not? believe the, the little shame word that says, mm. did you hear it wrong the last time? Was that not right? Because oh. if it was right, shouldn't you feel different now? Ooh, and girl. I know that's not true. I know mm-hmm. that when I read stories and I talk mm-hmm. to people and even in my own past, that meant nothing. That meant that that was right for a season. Yes, And there still can be lots of options and movement in different directions now. But I think that has been more prominent this time around that I kind of don't even want to unearth the original. Could this be right? Because that could mean, not that I was wrong, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's what I want to tell myself is totally what if you do this again? And then in three or four or five years, but that's, that's all fear. That is all um, the shadow side, you know, that is Mm -hmm. not what I truly believe and how I think that flow and divine and life works. That's just not even, what I believe, but at the two o'clock in the morning yes. moment, <laughs> when yes. you're doing it, that is the voice that is coming up in a new way that I haven't felt resonate in the past. Mm-hmm, as, mm-hmm. As, yeah.
0: this is that's so good. And you're so you're you're right. When we move towards new or change or trusting my knowing, there is always resistance, and that first wave of resistance might come in the form of my own shame voice. So Mm. discreetly that I don't even realize that it's actually not me. This is only resistance and, or we could call that fear. We could call that a lot of things, but to doubt your own experience is like, is one of the most crippling, most intensive attacks right away. Mm. Because if you don't have that, then how could you ever make any decision? Right. (laughs) How debilitating.
2: Yeah.
0: Work with me for a second. Can you identify either within your body or within like your own, just like scanning head to toe, where you feel the shame voice, and then where you feel that like what I actually believe, what I actually know? Hmm. I've
2: off the bat, which is usually the way to go, mm-hmm. feel like the shame piece is more of a head, like a okay. up top, cool. or like a push from yeah. the back. And the knowing is almost always gut or heart area. It's more of that body Mm -hmm. warmth, that deeper sense. And I don't usually get to it until I kind of quiet down and settle in.
0: that's perfect and you're right you're trusting that first like what my first thing showed me was this that's a really great way to do it without overanalyzing that so if we know that like shame might be located more like up on top in my head or from behind when you feel like any form of like push or energy or something heaviness energy from there um you'll be able to recognize that right away it's like oh this is going to be a false thing because This is the the analytical, this is something that might interrupt what I know, and I know that way down deep in here in my gut. So right away, it might come and I'm like, okay, well, what does that have to say? You can entertain it if you want, but then descend into the gut and say, well, what do you know? Mm. What do you know? And if they're in contradiction, then you lean into the place that you know.
2: Right. Right.
0: So let's get let's get into detail. What are you weighing right now? What are you really trying to decide on?
2: It comes down to two things mainly, which is what school do I wanna do for the kids? What mm-hmm. do I wanna do with that? Um, and I feel like that even felt clear before quarantine because I had a lot of things crossed off the list that now this has stretched me in such an interesting way. It feels like it's opening up more creative 100%. solutions on this. Mm-hmm. Um and the other one would be, you know, at this point we would not be doing a huge move. It would mm-hmm. hopefully be into the city, which also short my husband's commute, which has been another big takeaway from quarantine is wow, well. even a twenty to thirty minute on both end of the days yeah. add into family time, that's yes. a really invaluable piece. Mm. Um so those are the big ones. Yes. That which it's also, I think, that the thing I'm hearing myself speak um, in quarantine is why would you add more unknowns that you kind of can't change in a season when everything <laughs> is a little unknown <laughs> and you can't really change or control?
0: Where do you feel that question coming in from?
2: Um, probably the head. I mean, a little bit in the gut, too, of like, this Fingling. is going to make you be even more out mm-hmm. of sorts and yeah. release the little control you have.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I, I think it it's not um, like a loving voice. It's very much a girl, what are you doing? Mm. Why would you even consider changing these two things that are stable and have given you balance and consistency in quarantine? But that's great. That's been a good season to serve. But it's yeah. that kind of back and forth.
0: Yeah. The, <laughs> it's like a... It's like Rob Bell will say, like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. Yeah. All right. And so there's like this thing, like, where you see that, like, okay, you said it's invaluable that time with your husband's commute. So when you realize like your jewels or your values at that point, it's like we we value that, therefore we protect that and we build our life around what we value. Mm. And so if it is that time and you see that, there really isn't almost option around it. It's like, okay, so what are we going to do then to make sure that we're pivoting in order to protect that? Because in this season, that's top. Right.
2: That feels very true. Okay.
0: Yeah. So then you let it sit there, right? I watched you do that. I watched you be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And if you feel a box check inside you, right, that feeling of like, yes, yeah, mm-hmm, I agree in me somewhere. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Notice mm-hmm. it. The other part I think is kind of interesting is that you re- referenced that right now, what is actually in your control, but ironically, those are things that were kind of foisted on you. Those actually aren't in your control. Yeah. That was given to you. You're controlled by that.
1: Mm.
2: But man, do I like to feel like I'm in control.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. You're using yeah. that, though, as to shift. That's right. Right? Like, mm-hmm. like you were forced into some form of homeschool. And now you're like, okay, well, so now I'm in control of this, but actually, now that I'm here, I don't know if I want to be in control of that. I want to be in actually in control, right? And so now you're about to shift again,
2: which yeah, the shifting just never stops. But that's that's growth in life, and Correct. hopefully aligns to my most true self and to the family and life we yes. want to build.
0: Yes, but- Dan you're already working from an ab- like a, like a abundance like story arc when you think mm. about what do we want most and how can we surround that and move towards that, that's optimistic, it's and it's brave. And I think it's it's almost countercultural because we're so steeped in just be grateful. Just be grateful. And it's like, yeah, this doesn't have anything to do with gratitude. This has like everything to do with us like having fullness and getting to Be the protagonist in our own story.
2: Yeah. And I think one of the words that came up for me a few weeks ago is I I usually can catch that you should just be okay. Like you should just be so thankful for the life that you have. But I have noticed the thing that has bubbled up is the good enough, where I've been Mm -hmm. like, well, this is good enough. This community we've built, this um, school that we have, this suburban street that has what a lot of people would want a lot of people would really love and it is good and Mm -hmm. it's good enough, but I, I have had um, in this time as I've kind of had to settle into is, but is it really what I want?
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. And what I pivot to, at least when this first kind of started surfacing is man did I want the quick fix. I really wanted Mm -hmm. to say, fine, if we uproot this, like, what's the answer how fast can we get there let's just band-aid this off and also what quarantine slash just life right now and these bigger changes look like is it's gonna be a time and it's gonna take the space and i'm gonna have to stay in some of these communities if or when we shift out and it won't just be a quick Mm band-aid it will be mm -hmm. that layering which will confirm but also make me really stay true too
0: yes this is
2: this is what i know and it might not be what others would pick or think is right, but it's not their life. It's but I have noticed that that shouldn't you just be okay? Like shouldn't you just live this life that's good enough and be grateful? And and I, I tend to not go that direction, but I I think, again I think it's just been these little tiny seeds and so it hasn't it's the whole boiling water situation where Mm -hmm. it wasn't this huge lie that obviously i'm like no 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 no. i don't believe that it's been a lot of these just little temperature shifts and yes good it's hard to look at it's really hard to see even how so much of that just culturally um has shifted with me who feels like i'm fairly self-aware and alert Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and i think that's even kind of raised some of my fire against um I don't want to pass that on. And I don't want my kids to look back later and say, you kind of martyred, like you stayed here because you said you, that this was a good choice for us. But if my kids were in this spot, what yeah. would I tell them? Or would you, I would never would you good enough them? them. I would probably tell them you already know. And if it's good enough for somebody else, let them have it. And you can go chase whatever, you know, dream. It's not like you're we're not chasing something that feels just, you know, crazy, um, you know, blow up our family or anything. It's like we're we're moving for a lot of close things that would already shift in our normal rhythms of yeah. life. Um, so I think I would really probably just tell them this is your one and only life and you get to choose it how you want. And so it's all the things that I already know, but
0: when i asked you didn't hesitate you know exactly what you would say to your children there was no wavering there Mm -hmm. was strength and power and like a pinpoint precision you go you do it you live your life you do the thing right there was no wavering in that okay what that Mm -hmm. does is it shows you the core of what you actually believe right Right. what you'd actually want then it shows you the resistance Is what happened in the butt. (laughs) Okay. Right. So that's, there's not, we just then notice, oh, what is, what does the butt tell me? (laughs) The butt is saying like, do I want too much? Am I wanting too much? You know, can I trust that? Am I allowed to? Is this selfish? Is this okay? Like, like, will I be satisfied even once I get there? We can project out, right? All these storylines into this, right? Mm -hmm. And they've probably been the same things that have kept us stuck in many other ways as well right okay so it's just a cookie cutter and we're just looking at this one specific experience towards change and the resistance that emerges right away has probably been a, an old voice mm-hmm. okay um the good enough trap will kill true happiness mm-hmm. we can both be grateful and hungry yes yeah I'm so thankful for this meal. And you know what I really want? Right? Yeah. And if I live from that, that's not saying I didn't care for that food or I wasn't thankful for that meal, but I was like, what would really hit the spot right now is this. And I want it without any shame. I know exactly what I want. Yeah.
2: That feels very... Like true and self and scary to some extent, but also,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I, I think it's even that you've already tasted a little bit, and you know that you can, you can do this. At least if if I go back on the positive side of these stories, of you've done this before, and it will show up like it has, and it always will. Mm-hmm. And it is okay. I think that's a big lesson in life. It's okay to be hungry, and it's okay for the meal to shift, and it's okay yes. to, eat, to keep to keep listening and leaning in and
0: yeah sure is sure is if not you who right (laughs) another question for you when identifying feelings sometimes we grab the feeling that we've just kind of always identified that thing as so when it's like oh that kind of feels scary it's like i might encourage you to think about is that scary Or is that what exciting also feels like? Is Mm -hmm. that also what like anticipation feels like? Is that also what like um, confirmation feels like? Maybe like kind of like pull it apart like silly putty, you know, kind of stretch it and see Mm -hmm. like what else does this also feel like? And is it actually scary or is it like the good scary where it's like, oh, I'm about to do this?
2: Right, right. And I think that's a really good way to move around because I think a lot of them sit together. But yeah. I think a lot of the energy that I've been feeling lately, it isn't excited. It is a, wow, we can dream some more on this. And mm-hmm. what what else could there be? And if we take some of the lessons relationships and people, and now we also go forth into an interesting new space, um, you know, what, what could we build and create? Which is, it is really exciting.
0: So that feels thrilling (laughs) you say that. I'm like, I can't wait to see what you do. Um, When you think about it like that, that feels like that's also forward motion because now you're future oriented, right? You're Mm -hmm. not before we started this conversation. It was like kind of like past focus, like, well, then did I can I even trust all the other decisions I've ever made? And it was retrospective, right? Mm. And then you're watching like kind of you pivot and shift in this conversation as you trust yourself to be able to say, "Ooh, well, now I'm looking towards the future and towards what will be and what can be. And I'm a part of it. And I feel so much more mm, rooted, powerful, whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And I think the rooted piece has been a little bit what's been missing for me, though, even as I kind of wavered, because I think like everybody, you get these ideas and you kind of swing with it. And I do think there is a lot of rooting in it's looking forward and what that forward is. I don't know. And Mm -hmm. where I start to get a little bit like flinging off the cliff is where I just go and picture 20,000 things. (laughs) And then I play out either why they would be Mm -hmm. the best or the worst Mm -hmm. options. And Mm -hmm. and I think in this season, it's just knowing, no, you don't need to do all the the cliff diving here, but you are rooted in Mm -hmm. a new direction a little bit and what that could look like. Who knows, but it's up to you. It does feel a lot more centered and grounded and, um, they're not as wavering as it has Mm -hmm. when I've just been in my head about it. So (laughs) I think that's a really good confirmation in itself.
0: Hi, you guys okay i wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about the new trailer cast community you guys i'm so excited about this this is the heart of what this new relaunch is all about i wanted to take trailer cast from me monologuing here in this trailer to actually being connected to you so in this new relaunch of the podcast i really wanted to make it possible for us to connect okay so this show is now going to be available on a new platform called patreon If you want to skip ahead and you're ready to jump back into the podcast, you can totally go for it. I hope you visit TrailerCast.com for all the details. Okay, now I'm going to tell you, here's the long short of it. TrailerCast has its own bright, shiny new space on Patreon. Now if you're new to Patreon, what it is is a really neat way to support creators that you already love. So when you sign up to be a Patreon of my podcast, you're partnering with me in this work. And it really helps to cover like the costs and invest the necessary time that so that I can make Trailercast as good as I want it to be. Not only that, but as a patron, you gain access to a community of people just like you. Brave, curious, hopeful seekers, plus extra patron-only episodes, exclusive content, as well as a patron-only online community and Zoom groups, hangouts, hello, where you can interact regularly with myself and other patrons and have the opportunity to give input that will help shape future episodes, okay? So here's the thing. I really believe that this is where the magic comes in, like in the truest sense of the word, that we are going to experience things together that we didn't know were possible and actually wouldn't have been possible unless we got together. So however you continue to support the show, whether by listening or joining the TrailerCast community, Please know that I'm so grateful for you and so thankful to get to have you in this space. Cheers. That last piece, I'm hearing you talk about your process of how you actually get to the decision, which is I have the idea or the thing I think I'm going to do. And then I stack a ton of evidence in between me and actually doing the thing. And maybe I've just always done that. So I just think that's the way I do things. I go up in my head and I think, 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 okay. think. And, and then I actually get to it. And so maybe for you, for your like for your growth, it might be like, where's my shortcut in here? Because ultimately, where I probably got to is what I actually knew in my gut to begin with. And so, you know what? I don't always have to go the long way on these things as I lean into what I know I can probably just take the most direct route which is idea gut idea gut
2: right well even just that embodiment space has, in general been hard for me but as I practice more you get you trust more right yes, and yes. you've the gut a lot quicker and that mm-hmm. has in general been a journey that I've been working on a lot more in the past year Beautiful. and and it's just hard it's just hard it's I still notice my old, like you said, my old habits and I haven't done a huge shift like this to practice on. So I, I can see, I think you're very right of the old toolbox that I have. I'm still trying to rely on when it's something that feels this much like bigger, even though it is isn't because you're still just listening and sensing and mm-hmm. um, living embodied to connect to that knowing. Yes. Um, and every day, every single day I do that, yes. but it feels on these bigger things. Like I really want some of the the old tricks and I think you're right. It's,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I do have a lot of clarity when I actually think about like, well, what would I tell myself or my friend or a kid or these people in my life that I love? It really does kind of cut through that line of all the over <laughs> overthinking and yeah. scenario playing and, just even the oh man it's a lot of work well, yeah a lot of things it's a lot of work to just sit sure. where you're at too so
0: preach it's just it is <laughs> what it is girl like i know
2: that i know that in my head but mm.
0: okay so your route might be just really just dropping into your body
2: okay mm-hmm. so
0: your shortcut might look like instead of what do i think what do i know right so when we go to make these decisions, it's we're not talking about being reckless or impulsive. We're talking about reclaiming the ability to trust ourselves and to know mm-hmm. that we know. And we practice that by instead of going the old way, which might be I'm going to filter through my Rolodex of doubt and anxiety in my head, mm-hmm. I'm actually just going to say mm, bypass. Um, I'm going to if I need to close my eyes, if I need to like pause for a minute, minute and just like drop in and think, hey, what do I what do I know? What do I know instinctually in here? What do I feel? What do I sense? What can I trust? Mm, okay, that, mm. you know? And when we do that, I think there's a moment of like clarity of like, okay, good, that, proceed. Mm-hmm. And that process gets shorter and shorter the more we lean into it and practice it as well because we just know.
2: Yeah, that feels right. If, yeah. I know it's true and it's it is really good. And I think and even you saying this, I'm thinking about, um, and I don't know if this is, I think it is more in quarantine. My instinct probably in the past would have been to ask people. I like to crowdsource as well and to like verbally (laughs) process with friends. So I think in some of this, it's even teaching me where I've maybe not relinquished power, but brought more voices to that table to use as the confirmation versus my own sensing and knowing, yeah, and then telling the crowd, hey, this is where I'm going, or this is what I'm thinking. Um, And I think that that's interesting, because I think that th- this would have probably been a very different process if I was not forced to be in my own home. <laughs> with <Yeah>. my own
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Endlessly. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about how maybe that's even caused me to uh, give more space for that inward knowing and sensing and in mm-hmm. a tool I want to carry forward because as the process goes or as decisions are made I will probably try and get that confirmation elsewhere before again yes um, good yeah that's
0: really good that's good to think about that is really good to think about I like watch I got the chills when you talked about still involving your crowdsourcing but with a A a presentation of hey here's what i got rather than what do you think Mm -hmm. there's such a different way to involve community with confidence or like um full embodiment rather than being partially full and hoping they're going to fill your cup up the rest of the way okay right so languaging guys here are the things that i'm thinking through here's what my gut's telling me this is like where i'm i right now i think i want to be moving what am I not seeing? Could you weigh in on this? Or actually, I don't need feedback. I need support. I'm going to be so clear about what I need right now. I'm making this risky decision. And you know what what I need right now? I just need like all of your validation, even if you think I'm being foolish. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We name what we need and we present what we know.
2: And I think even there's been the interesting added layer of quarantine has kind of helped me uh, name where some of my friendships are, or maybe are not. And I think that this would also, it would be brave in the sense that I think it will continue to show me who is, who really deserves a seat in your, in your committee or at your table, who do you even feel authentic enough to show up trustworthy and brave? Because I think what I've realized is, um, there's a lot of those relationships that I don't come in my full self because mm-hmm. I just wanted to belong or I just really wanted to not cause the conflict and mm-hmm. to not, um, to not rock the boat with what felt like too much yes. or myself or those yes. different pieces. And I do think that this will be even h- how you're saying, like, part of me is like, oh man, I don't know if some of those friendships can take it. And that's probably the gut right thing. Like, that's probably the knowing right there, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's like
0: the solution, <laughs> not the problem. Right, right, right. That is the confirmation in <laughs> that's, itself. That's the awareness, albeit painful, yeah. is oh, it's not me. They can't hold that because they can't hold that.
2: And it's not my job to see that through because sometimes I get real wonky about this real fast mm-hmm. where I'm like, well, wouldn't a, wouldn't a good, wouldn't a, <laughs> Here wouldn't go. a kind right. friend. Um, yep. And,
0: chirp, and chirp, like, chirp, 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 yep. chirp. Right. Here it is mm-hmm. again. Here comes that, like, here's that itty bitty committee coming back up in your head, right. giving you that advice that like how you're supposed to be. Right. I hear so much, so many, so much female messaging in that as well. Like be kind, be a good friend, be nice. Like, you know, here's all these niceties. Just just don't want anything for yourself. Just make sure everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. Small, get smaller, blend in. Don't lose your seat at the table. Can't afford to lose it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that feels like a sinking feeling.
2: It's very sinking. And immediately when I think, again, if I was talking to my kids or a friend about this, it clears it up for me where I'm immediately like, so if you only look, end up with a couple of these, those are the, those are the gold and that's great. And this was a really good clarifying experiment for you and yeah, <laughs> go forth. Like that's okay. It just, yeah, it's interesting how much, again, I don't necessarily think I often feel like I'm even falling into that smallness or shape-shifting or mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. just keep it but i i can see in myself how even the boldness of like what i could ask or how i could invite people in um yeah i can i can feel where i know i haven't done that in the past and yeah and it's not i know in myself it's not even that's not how i get where i want to go mm. that's not the type of people because i i would hope that they are doing the same to me I would mm-hmm. hope that um, they are chasing their old and big and brave dreams and truth and inviting others in that journey of space. And, um, yeah, I, I can see where I'm like, well, if, if I'm not <laughs> willing to do that, but then then what am I doing? Why am I in some yeah. of these spaces? Yeah.
0: Well, what are we all doing here? <laughs> like, What are we all doing? Is anyone here themselves? Is anyone here showing up? themselves and you will Mm -hmm. know when you get to the table as yourself and there's another woman there as herself you'll know oh Mm -hmm. you will know it will be Mm. fire so it'll be like oh that's a woman in her power and she and I want to sit next to her (laughs) actually I would like to go sit next to her (laughs) yeah when you feel that clarity, strength, and there's a you, you've been using the word alignment, and I'm wa- thinking of that directly as it relates to posture. When you've mm. been talking about things through a lens of clarity, you're actually straightening up in your posture. When we've talked about things where, like, we talked about the shrinking and the blah, 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 like, I watch your face, everything move mm. towards, like, yeah. And it's like, wait a second. No, 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 no. Here's what I remember. Here's what I remember. So we want to use our body as a barometer, as a system that gives us information that shows us when I feel small, I probably get small. And when I need to be big and remember who I am, I might need to get big to remember. Like, so I might straighten up and be like, mm, mm-hmm. actually, no, no, no. What I do know is this. It's not my job to help other people accept my freedom. Mm. My job is to be free. And maybe when they witness a woman in her freedom... They'll be like, "Well, oh, I I want to sit next to that girl.
2: Mm.
0: You be the girl at the table, right?
2: Right, right. I have friendships that are all not local that mm-hmm. I I do that with. Yes, and I think that's where I just made. Looking back, I'm like, I think I've just been so um, <laughs> desperate. Sounds like, that's maybe the right word. I don't know. Yeah. Just trying to fit this in and double down and make it work. And and I do think that there will be some that can can grow and move and um go forward but when I do even think about the people that I connect with that don't live here weekly and then I look at my life right now and it's um that disconnect and that like Mm non-congruency and and I it's not just because they don't exist because I know that they like I do have other um confirmation and examples of these beautiful and brave women and um that we can cheer each other on and that we you know, yeah. show up in these spaces and hold space and care about yeah. all the um, things. But it's, yeah, it is interesting to see where I have probably known in the gut that some of this would, wouldn't work, but um, a lot of these friendships, like can't hold that. And I just have been so unwilling to acknowledge that <laughs> and to, to um just name it I guess and name how it makes me and myself then have to shrink and change and yeah. quiet
0: uh, yes yeah yeah Dean one of the ways I think about sometimes is I'm like I'm like sometimes like some people are like appetizers where I'm like I have a bite and this leaves me wanting more and it's it's not the appetizer's fault but that's that's the portion or size that it is at this time and I don't accuse the appetizer of being small. That's exactly what it is. It's a small bite before your meal. I just also make sure that I do also have friends that fit that meal category where I'm like, oh, and this is where we feast. I yeah. don't hold back. I don't change my vocabulary. I don't shift who I am. I am all the way forward. I'm all the way me. And that that is my table, right? That's not the appetizer yeah. portion of the meal. <laughs>
2: And that's where you, in theory, will spend most of your time. And I got to get fed. Yeah, you got to get fed. (laughs) And you don't got to feel bad about it. It's all
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. So let's bring this home. Talk to me about maybe just immediate things that you are seeing in light of this conversation that you feel like you could like, okay, this is what I'm, I'm walking with is this.
2: I think, um, probably continuing to just practice that listening to the gut or the knowing as these little questions will arrive and taking that next step, whether, um, the different potential move or options or changes. And then as maybe I get what feels like the next puzzle piece in that, or the next step, taking that to some of the people in my life that I, do see, okay, maybe there could be a feast here, or there has been and I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm going to um, invite you into a space, but be a lot more clear and bold about what I will accept. Maybe that, like, that's, I think, something I definitely need to to see mm-hmm. and to be and um, to name and Probably to stay, I mean, curious is something I often love, but in this type of thing, I've noticed I haven't even wanted to like explore some of what would the actual neighborhood or school or restaurants or places. And you can go there for a whole weekend with your family this weekend and get probably some of that gut knowing and kind of figure out what does this feel Mm -hmm. like to me? And, um, just trusting. I think there's a lot of that where, um, I just need to take these little, little pieces, but continue to really come back to myself and let myself speak first and yeah. And see what it's got to say. Cause I, th- I think like you've said, and and like I probably always, I mean, it's in there. The knowing mm-hmm. is there and the, um, the hunger, the different desires, there's a lot of different ways that can play out, but I, I don't think it's going to play out like just, staying everything as is right now and so that probably in itself is a good thing for me to (laughs) name and and also be okay with and and claim that as okay this is where we're going
0: good yes how's that feel
2: it feels good and it it does feel like maybe what i would have labeled as scary i think even like you were saying that a stretching picture of there's a lot more adrenaline in that for me um uh, okay like let's see where this goes a little bit mm-hmm. and let's pull it apart and it probably won't look necessarily like you envision because it never does mm-hmm. but I think that that's a good sign too that like there seems to be flow and mm-hmm. um kind of that like butterflies in your gut feeling of okay yeah let's yes. let's have an adventure let's yes <laughs> try some stuff out here and yeah. That feels really good, and it feels so good. It's been all I mean, I think it sounds bad, but it's like it's it has probably been a while since I felt that freedom and aliveness and excitement. And that's it's probably a good time mm-hmm. to lean into some of those things in this season. It's
0: like a waking up,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. The when you were going through like some of your like your three like bullet points, like the what came to my mind was, um, moving from crowdsourcing to crowdfunding. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's such a difference. Crowdsourcing my idea versus this is my idea and who wants <laughs> to fund it. Right? right. So maybe take that as a, this, a quick, um, title or snapshot when you're mm. coming up against that again, be like, wait a second, I need to crowdfund here, not crowdsource. So mm. the more we're able to like get those quick taglines like hey wait what is my gut saying what do i know what do i know what do i know mm-hmm. the the more quickly we're again we're able to assign ourselves like that task of growth so beautiful
2: well oh, thank you i feel like this has been a really good uh, just a space to think and to feel and to even just name what's probably always been there and to to even as you were saying have somebody else reflect back to me mm-hmm. what you already see and know and um where i hold it and just those those different uh ways that yeah it, it's always there and it's always coming yeah. out but when you're you know doing your life you don't always notice and i feel like this yeah. has been a really helpful clarifying conversation
0: i love it it's, it's i'm so so honored it's such a it's it's the most honoring space it feels so sacred to me to get to be like okay like i'm just trying to like hold up a mirror i'm like okay like okay is it, is it we catch the light this way do we catch the light this way how are you going to see yourself most accurately in the best light possible and as you see that be like that's you that's you mm-hmm. don't like hold it and don't let anybody else tell you otherwise <laughs> You are a clear-minded, confident woman who can trust her gut and live wildly. Mm. You are.
2: Well, I believe it, and I know mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I am excited to continue, hopefully, taking steps to build to build that um, as a constant foundation.
0: Yeah, you're okay. free to do that. That's the best part about this. You're totally free.
2: Mm. Well, thank you for the mm-hmm. space and the time. Mm-hmm. And-
0: You're absolutely welcome. Okay, you guys, that conversation was so much fun for me. Okay, for one, that was the very first series, part of this series, and so it was such an honor to get to have that be our jumping off point. And especially because it is something that is so relatable to where so many of us are at, is this, in this quarantine bubble, things are getting stirred and shaken up, and there are these moments and things that are kind of rising to the surface of, do I like this? Am I interested in this? Do I want to make a career switch? Do I want to move? Is, like, am I happy with the way that my kids are in school or, <laughs> or with my kids or, or all of the different ways? in which we are trying to assess or maybe being forced to assess given the state of this global pandemic. So the conversation with Deanne today, I think resonated with the moments in our own story where we have an opportunity to pivot. That does not always mean that we do, but it means that we want to at least understand the process that helps inform the way in which we do pivot so that we we can move, transition, change, grow, jump off of things with more clarity, confidence, embodiment, and wholeness. So this is the part where I get to kind of tell you what it was like from my end and the things that might help connect to your own story. For one, when listening to this style of a podcast and or conversation, I I want you to pay attention to what gets activated in your own body. So at what point when you were listening to the conversation, were you like, oh gosh, I feel that in my gut or in my stomach or I'm blushing or that um, makes me remember this part of my story? Just Just notice, right? Because we are all so interconnected in the different ways in which we experience things. And when we listen to somebody have an experience in real time, it can often connect to the things in our own story that are also longing for attention. So the first thing I noticed about Deanna is that she she leads with gut and intuition, and I could immediately see that that was like her strength. If that, that was the place when she gets rooted and clear, when she felt the most herself, the most whole, the most uh, yes, <laughs> it was when she was trusting her gut. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to help like kind of pivot or um, help her. What is it like, like shift almost? Like, if you go to the chiropractor and you get an adjustment, I wanted to help adjust her like that into leaning more into her gut because it seems to be a place that she actually makes decisions from a place of peace. And as soon as she stepped into that, I could feel the whole conversation change where it was less fretting and more like, mm hmm, it was more in agreement with what she already does know. So the way that we know things is when it feels like familiar, when it's there's, it really does feel like you're agreeing with what you're seeing or agreeing with what you know. We also pulled apart the idea of shame, like a shame voice, um, which if you're a human, you know this, <laughs> like it's the, it's the inner critic, it's the shame, it's the fear. It's like that. Um, it's just like the peanut gallery, right? It's, it's. It's, a, it's the creep inside us that just has nothing but nasty things to say. And we could hear her identify her own shame voice and what the shame voice has to say. We wanted to help identify that so we don't ever confuse that with that being our own voice or our own beliefs. That's, that's a really important part of our own growth journey is that when we begin to separate out what I know and then the thoughts I have in my head that I do not need to entertain or take as my own or take as truth. And so we did a little bit of that too. And then we also realized that she might drift to her head, but actually her shortcut would be honoring her gut. Like, what is she knowing rather than watching her kind of flip through the million alternatives? Um, the good enough part stuck out to me as well. I was like, oh man, how many of us stay in this place of like, why shouldn't I just, like, shouldn't I just love my life like? I, I, I'm married, I have kids, like like everything's like, this is, I've got these things, this is good, or I've got that job or, or whatever, like, isn't that enough? And my thought is, if you're already asking that question, then clearly the answer is no. Okay. If you are asking your question, like, shouldn't I be grateful for this? Shouldn't I be thankful for this? Shouldn't this be enough? The, you've already answered that yourself, or you wouldn't be asking yourself those questions. What happens is what to do with that next. And that's really what Dan was pushing into was, I, I am still hungry. And is that bad? Is that wrong? Is that gluttonous, right? Is that bad? There's like judgment around, am I allowed to want this much? Am I allowed to make this big change? Am I allowed to push into these big places? And it's like resounding. Yes. How can I echo that for you? Yes, 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 yes. We don't apologize for wanting more of our own life. That's the thing about your life is you can get and want as much as you possibly can from it. Like there's no, it's like you got the carte blanche, you got the, the heavy credit card, you can go for it. And that's what we are watching her wrestle through too. Um, what were the other things? Oh, the stretching out like silly putty. That was a really fun way to look at that. When we think about a feeling, oftentimes I'll hear it in my own inner monologue and I hear it in people's dialogue in front of me. It's like, oh, that feels so scary. And it's like, does it? Like, is that fear? And so when we stretch it out, I imagine pulling it out like like um, silly putty to find out, is that actually fear? Or am I just calling it that because it was the first thing that came to my mind? But when I pulled that open, I realized that, you know what, it's actually like it's a little bit of fear. It's a little bit scary. And it's also life or excitement or anticipation or uh, real. And and you can watch her at the end of the conversation, begin to understand that actually as like, oh, the adventure. So I know for myself, when I get that feeling, I'm like, oh, it is about to get good. That feeling for me is confirmation. That feeling for me is like, we're doing this. We're all in. So I want to pull those things apart and that might be a helpful tool for you as well is the first feeling you come to stretch it out and find out what else is there what else do you sense no feel what else does that feel like um and then because I was able to see that she felt most clear when she dropped into her gut, then it's like, okay, so cool. So now we understand part of your process that serves you get clear, which is dropping into your gut and trusting what you know. Not everybody's gut is their place of intuition. So that just happened to be Deanne's. So your your strongest place to make decisions from might actually be your head. It might actually be your thinking and your knowing intellectually. So we're layering in an aspect of the Enneagram where we're looking at head, heart, and gut center and the way in which we find the most amount of our clarity, the most amount of our strength, the most amount of ease when we think about making decisions. And so uh, this would be something that you could think about as well. Where do I find the most clarity? Is it when I... Um, drift up out of my heart into my head is it when i descend down into my heart or even further descend down further into my gut and that might be something that you just pay attention to when you are making decisions a way that you can put that into practice right away is when you think about making decisions, I'm not talking about like, hey, do I just like move my whole family to Alaska? Okay. No. You, practice with something like dinner. Okay. Like what do you want to eat tonight? Don't, don't try to like play, so experiment with things that are like going to make radical lasting, impacting change. Can we just start small? Can we practice these skills in a, in a, in a way that like, oh, what do I want to eat? Do you want to think about that? Do you want to feel that? Do you want to listen to your gut on that? How do you make that decision? Start there, and then you can build into bigger ways to do that. Um, the other tool that was helpful for Deanne was that she was able to think about, like, what would I tell my kiddo? And that's just like a one-off way to make, gain some clarity. So what would I tell my friend? What would I tell my mom? What would I tell my children? Um, as a therapist, what would I, you know, if I was my own client, what would I tell myself? When you move it, just one like, one off, one degree off, we can often see it from a different perspective, and you saw that in her right away. It was like, there was no wondering. She was resolute in the way that she was going to give her kids an honor, their freedom in their life, and it was like, so if then, if that's the wisdom that you would share with your kiddos, then wouldn't you also share that with yourself? So, that was another way for her to gain clarity. Um, synthesizing at the end I feel like that's a really great tool I use that in therapy as well for myself or with the people that I get to work with which is okay so let's synthesize this let's kind of wrap this up what are your main walking points what are the things that you're you're taking away from this if you could title this experience what would you title it Um, if you or like this conversation or this session or that this whatever, what's like the the main thing? And when we do that, we're what we're doing is we're moving the experience of the conversation into a verbal part of our brain that is clear and concise and we're more likely to remember it. So when you have a big moment, an aha moment, see if you can boil it down to if I had to describe this in one sentence, if I had to put this into two words. If I had to take this into three bullet points, it might be a way for you to remember what you actually learned or experienced. So my thoughts for you, dear listener, is I just can't even wait to hear what you think about this new series. Clearly I'm like jazzed about it. I, it feels like like a coming out Honestly, like, it feels like a, oh, look, like, look at it, like this super cool, like interesting, like type of work that people typically don't get to hear unless you're a really great eavesdropper, like at dinner, <laughs> then you're like hearing real time conversations with real people. So I hope that it invites you into your own story. And I hope that it like is a catalyst for your own thinking and pondering and maybe even your own pain of like, what, what did you rub up against? in that conversation today and where do you want more and then what's the immediate resistance that tells you that you can't have more then you're not what being grateful you're undeserving blah 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 like what is your immediate itty bitty bullshitty committee that comes up to accuse you of being too much and wanting too much notice it how does this apply to your own story to your own life Wh- what Did you see? I'd love to know. So some ways that you can do that are one, like come back to the Instagram account and let me know what stood out to you and journal, write, get pen to paper right now, put it in the notes section of your of your phone. What stood out to you? What were your walking points? How would you title that episode? What stood out to you? I'd love to know. So excited for more of this, you guys. Looking forward to this new venture. Cheers.
1: Thank you for listening to Trailercast with Elise Snipes. Visit trailercast.com to listen to all of our recorded episodes, sign up for Patreon to offer support for the show, and get access to group sessions, extra bonus episodes and content, and our private Instagram account where we continue to grow the Trailercast community. Follow Elise on Instagram at elise snipes underscore collective and learn more about her work at elise_snipes.com. Lastly, we'd love for you to take a moment and review the show on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend. Cheers and see you next time.